What's up, fools? What's up? Welcome back. Welcome. To the motherfucking <laughs> Married to a Podcast. Are you going to do that now? No. It did feel wrong. <laughs> no, it didn't okay. feel wrong. But I'm Richard. I'm Vanessa. And we're Team Ramos. We are. Motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you right now? Oh, shit. We're in the garage. Yeah. This is our recording studio for the night, and it is packed with... A bunch of shit from a great weekend with family. Yep. And you want to tell the the fans, oh, the yeah. audience? Oh, yeah. We were celebrating my dad's 50th birthday. So it was a good time. We had a beach day. Well, we tried to have a beach day. <laughs> the wind fucked that one up real quick. Um, so we took it back home. But you know yeah. what? It was a great time. Got to hang out with friends and family and just catch up. Yeah, what started off as like 12 people at the beach ended up with like 60 people at the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was fun. There's sand everywhere. But any reason to take the truck out on the beach is always a good time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, what are we talking about today? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into that, oh. Oh. I have something that I need to do. Oh. It's important. Fuck yeah. Oh my god. Are you going to share? Fuck yeah, I'm going to share, but I got to take a sip of this shit first. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about hearing you hearing you drink through the, through the mic. <laughs> well, don't get used to it because it's not going to happen very often. Oh, no. But this episode is definitely not sponsored by Liquid Death. <laughs> I just needed some water. So, that shit was delicious, and I've always wanted to crack a can through, uh, through this platform. <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta say, it was pretty fucking satisfying, so I'm the, happy the with it. The sound was very nice. Yeah. So I don't know about you drinking it. I yeah. I can't that, say I like that. That was probably a mistake. Else would like that. Yeah. yeah. So, sorry, folks, <laughs> if you got extremely uncomfortable with that. Um, so, yeah, we're talking about you know not our plan necessarily but we're we're kind of going over like uh kids fa- like creating yeah. a family we were around a lot of kids this weekend yeah and you know we've been talking about it for a very long time mm-hmm. you know and we've mentioned it on multiple episodes here but you know we we want to have kids we want to start a family mm-hmm. and we're going to kind of talk about how we are going to approach it at some point in the future when you do get pregnant, when we come or get to that bridge, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of just how we would approach how we are going to what we think is an ideal way to approach, you know, going about our busy life while bringing kids into the world. Yeah. So how's that going to work out with everything that we do right now? You know, that's I think that's the biggest question that we have to deal with but immediately i'm thinking it's just gonna have we're gonna have to figure it out make it happen 
Well, of course. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I, I'm not done. <laughs> then go ahead. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, I, I don't feel like, you know, we're late in the game. I don't feel like we're running out of time. I don't feel that way yet. <laughs> um, but I am anxious a little bit because we are... You know, we're working this job that we love. We love this industry. We are working on this new endeavor together as a family, and that's coming up real quick. Um, so there's two major things that we're heavily involved in, and then we we got you know we got other aspirations that we're trying to bring to fruition. Well, yeah, I mean to kind of expand on those a little bit more, right? We have. Uh, our nine to five, which is going to be a challenge in itself, right? For those of you that have hap- that happen to have kids already, is that your sorry? Is that your version of no, a? No, I'm being quiet. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> for reference, she's popping open a small bottle of chocolate milk. <laughs> um, so for those of you that happen to have kids and you know already work a nine to five or you know eight to four, or whatever regular full time job, it's already hard, right? Um, especially if you don't have help, right? And in most cases nowadays, it seems to be that most people are able to have a little bit more help from their parents, especially. So people our age, it's it's kind of weird. I'm not going to go. I need to finish this thought first before I go on to my next one. But Please. it seems like people our age, so, you know, people in their late 20s to, you know, early 30s or so are, are able to have a little bit more help with their family situation. So they're able to kind of tackle that a little bit better. You think right? so? I, th- I think so, at least from the people that we have surrounding us, you know. Yeah, that's just our bubble, though. Sure. And that obviously that's kind of the only kind of experience that we have to go based off of. Mm-hmm. But, you know, from what we've seen so far, it seems like people are having a little bit more help, mm-hmm. right? And, you know people that are slightly older than us, maybe mid thirties to late thirties. And obviously older than that didn't necessarily have all of the help Mm. in the world. Right. So I don't know. I mean, for us as of right now, if we were to happen to bring a child into this world, we would have plenty of help. We have a great support system here. Yeah. You know, we do. And I mean, mostly because we are living as a family unit right now. So Mm -hmm. that that's a lot of help already. Um, I don't know how much longer we'll be in this situation, but this is an ideal place to be. I I think so, anyways. No, yeah, I I agree. You know, we're all able to kind of just pitch in and kind of do the whole it takes a village approach, Mm -hmm. right, to be able to make the the ship run Mm -hmm. sort of deal. Um, But I think, you know, for us and for people our age, we're able to get a little bit more help. Um. I kind of lost my train of thought for the second one because I finished my thought. I'm, t- I'm really bad at finishing a thought and then moving on to what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. So I kind of okay. screwed up my flow there. Okay. Well, why don't we go into talking about how, let's see if we've kind of shifted our mindset about kids from mm-hmm. where we were before making this change, making this big move. I, I always knew I wanted to have kids. Um, 
we we both agreed we wanted to have 10 years together mm-hmm. um, not just in marriage just 10 years um, do you think that was a smart decision on our part or do you think uh, we've wasted time that we should have just you know let it happen if it was going to happen I, what are your thoughts on that well <laughs> uh, I I don't know I mean I feel like we for us mm-hmm. I think we did a pretty damn good job of doing a lot of things that we wanted to do right Mm -hmm. and a lot of people i guess the results are kind of hard to quantify you know oh sure yeah it's mostly i think dependent on who you are kind of what you're trying to achieve in life Mm -hmm. you know for us we at the time especially when we kind of agreed to that we didn't have aspirations to build a multi-million dollar business we had no aspirations of being financially free at the time because we were just trying to survive yeah you know we didn't really have that mindset of just moving forward and trying to um we just uh, need to make it month to month yeah you know we couldn't see past the immediate future Mm -hmm. and some people will say you know for those 10 years what did you accomplish i mean i feel like Sure, financially, monetarily, we didn't accomplish much. Mm -hmm. If we're being totally honest, you know, could we have uh, game planned a little bit better? Could we have, I guess, ah, goodness, could we have, I guess, done a better job at figuring out the finances? And could we have done a better job of situating, or sorry, putting ourselves in a better situation? Sure. But I think the best possible thing that we've done is given ourselves, between you and I, a great foundation to stand upon, which now, looking ahead to the future, to bring kids into the world and to, you know, bring in tiny humans, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I think that's more important, arguably, than than money, you know, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Uh And... I think, sure, you need money to survive. <laughs> you know, everyone does. But I think, you know, kind of taking the money thing aside, taking the financial responsibility out of it, I think the more important thing is that you need to make sure that you, as a family unit, have some shit figured out and you have to have a good foundation in order to actually set up your lineage for success. Um, for me, legacy is important when it comes to having kids. And it's not a selfish thing. It's more yeah, of... Yeah, what do you mean by that? Okay. I want... I want it For me specifically, because you have my last name, and mm-hmm. this is all going to sound like it's coming from a selfish place, but I want the Ramos legacy to live on and and you want flourish. a family line yeah I, I want that i want it to flourish why is that so important well for me you know not having a father mm-hmm. and you know not having i guess the the perfect family situation right right i want to be able to change that for my kids right for our kids would you say you just kind of also want to have that experience of having a big family having that support system for our kids, our kids' kids, and so on. 
Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's that's not necessarily at the forefront. Mm-hmm. Like that specific point's not at the forefront of mm-hmm. my thought process. But you know, thinking down the line, I want at least the Ramos name to live on and yeah. and to be be something that at least most people within our immediate bubble, you know, kind of hold in high regard, Mm -hmm. you know, and what that could mean a lot of things, right? That could mean you're a CEO of a multi-billion dollar company. That could mean that you just own a very successful mom and pop shop Mm -hmm. in downtown or Mm -hmm. something like that. Or you can just be an all around great guy or a great family, Mm -hmm. you know, but thinking ahead to those things, that's, that's what I want for our kids. And that's what I want for our family. Do you think, is that something that you recently, I mean, I guess not recently, but is that something new for you? Did you always want that? Or was that something you kind of came into because you were exposed to my family? Mm, It's definitely not something that I had forever, Mm -hmm. but I don't think it was specifically being exposed to that from your family that, I've kind of developed that thought. I Mm -hmm. think that's kind of something that's, it's been more of a natural thing, a natural development for me, Mm -hmm. but I can see where you're coming from. I'm just curious. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, I don't know. I I feel like that's important for for like for your dad specifically, you know, I think that's important to have the Gomez name, you know, be be a a nice, strong family Mm -hmm. name, you know, not just in, you know, nice sounding name, but Mm -hmm. you know, it's something that they want to leave a legacy, Mm -hmm. right? Like we've talked about before this house to be the family house, Mm -hmm. to be like, to be the legacy for the family, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So what about you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Remind me of my question because that was a long time ago. I know that was a long time ago. (laughs) Um, well, I mean, I guess, what are your... Because I always wanted kids. Yeah. That never changed. Um, our time together, I thought, was important to us. Mm-hmm. Um, you remembered your question, uh, didn't you? Uh, uh, no, not exactly. <laughs> I just didn't want it to be silent for too long <laughs> on the recording. Um, I was thinking of you guys. But I, I think uh, I needed to know for sure that... We were going to work, especially when we were dating, obviously. Um, So I didn't really allow myself to think about that kind of stuff yet. Uh, I wanted to make sure we could be a good foundation. Um, But I I agree with you on the whole wanting to have, you know, a family name that will last a few generations, you know. Um, I think that's mostly because I come from that on both sides of the family. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of fun culture and history and like today I was telling you about all the stories that we were talking back and forth with on my with my mom and my my cousin Vanna and my brother. Um, it just it's I want that for our kids. I want to do that with our grandchildren. So we need to we need to make babies in order to have that. <laughs> yeah. And I guess to kind of go back a little bit more, what, what do you think, or I guess what, uh, what's your biggest takeaway for these last 10 years that we said that we were going to be alone? What do you feel like we've, I think we have a a solid, uh, 
unified front that we can foundation um well not just a foundation <laughs> i'm trying not to say the exact same shit that you say okay <laughs> we're not the same person <laughs> but very similar uh i think i think we have a good foundation mm-hmm. i think we we've had the 10 years to talk about what we think what we want to disagree and then change each other's minds in a, in a healthy way and as we grew together so i think we we both know how we want to raise kids we both know that we want as many kids as we can have we we've already discussed adoption if that's gonna be the way for us we just know we want a family mm-hmm. and i know hanging around all your nieces and nephews and cousins and everything like that doesn't always help because they're all like little tiny babies Bitty bitty babies. <laughs> but no, it's true. I mean, throughout the last 10 years, it's been great having that freedom. And I kind of want to keep touching on that a little bit more too, because mm-hmm. um, we'll, we'll kind of go back into like how we would approach things with work and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Cause that, that's actually really important. I think um, to kind of give our perspective, you know, yeah. cause that can be kind of a challenging thing not to talk about necessarily but that could just be a a challenging thing to approach right just with how to deal with kids and work Mm -hmm. especially if we're working together Mm -hmm. in an actual nine to five because i feel like it's different we're going to be at the same place yeah it's it's a unique situation and it's even more important too that we don't own our own business where we run that out of our house so we can keep our kids there right you know so right so like what's going to happen when we get there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So we'll, we'll come back to yeah. all that. But well, you go first. <laughs> um, well, I just want to talk about, you know, the freedom aspect. Okay. Right. And for me, I felt for these last 10 years, I, I felt pretty good about not having kids. And there were some points within like year eight, nine, and even this last year, year 10, where I'm like, hmm, it'd be kind of cool to have a little one. Just kind of running around the house, Uh making me lose sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Only because, you know, that's something that as we've gotten older, we've learned to, I've, I've more specifically Mm -hmm. learned to appreciate more, you know, just the idea of becoming a father, becoming, you know, uh, that sort of figure for a a child, you know, being a a, a wee one, (laughs) wee Bobby. You would think, well, does... Spending many years teaching, you know, middle school, high school age children, has that ever made you not want to have kids or no. just not deal with that time? <laughs> no, no. I, if anything, if anything, I didn't even connect the two. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was no sort of connection that was just there. A job. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, the my time teaching music, mm-hmm. our time teaching music together and separately, I had a hard line of my personal life and like how I felt about certain things versus how, you know, all those kids either acted, treated each other, talked, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, if anything, it, (laughs) it just kind of exposed me to, you know, some of the obnoxious shit that kids at that age would, would say and how they would act. Mm -hmm. And I would always think to myself, damn, I hope I wasn't that bad Mm -hmm. when in all reality we probably were, Mm -hmm. but um yeah i mean the freedom has been 
awesome. Don't get me wrong. Like, <laughs> there's been plenty of scenarios where we're like, we wouldn't have been able to bring a kid here. Right. You know, like right. Vegas for your birthday. Mm-hmm. You know, we went to some places that we wouldn't have been able to take our child. Right. Well, duh. And, <laughs> you know, I'm sure many people listening would attest to that too. And you, you game plan for that. You know, you mm-hmm. either leave them with, you know, your parents or some sort of family member to babysit or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. But we even talked about it, too, though. We would love to bring our kid literally everywhere with us if we could. Mm -hmm. And we, at that time, there's no way that I think we could have made any of that happen. You know, Mm -hmm. so having that independence and not having that uh, that type of responsibility Mm -hmm. has been nice. Mm -hmm. You know, how do you feel about it? Uh, it, I think it was necessary and it's obviously to to grow uh i i really think that our 10 years together it's gonna make it so we don't feel like we've missed out on anything Mm -hmm. when we finally have our first kid and start building our family Uh, not to say like it's i don't know some people feel like they didn't get a chance to travel enough before mm-hmm. they had kids. Some people feel like they didn't get to do everything they wanted to do. They feel some sort and, of regret. Right. Or just, I, I just don't ever want us to feel that way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's exactly what the first 10 years have done for us. Um, and, um, but obviously, if you have kids early, it shouldn't be a reason for you to not go do the things you want to do. You mm-hmm. just have to... You have to wait a little longer. You have to plan accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, easier said than done. But I I also think we will still do the things we want to do with and without our kids. And I, and I don't hope for it, but I think we need to. I, I think we need to be able to have time as a full family unit. Uh, unit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just me and you. Yeah. And yeah, I think you're totally right. You know, it was necessary for us to be able to uh, establish, you know, a baseline. Yeah. Just for uh, just for us, you know, mm-hmm. to say that we can do this. Mm-hmm. We can do, you know, we can do these things. Mm-hmm. Now, because we know we can do these things, let's do it with a kid now. Yeah. And we've already talked about it before that, you know, as soon as our kid is able to, we're taking that little thing camping with us mm-hmm. you know and that doesn't mean we're going to go out to the fucking boonies and you know and go hang out in yosemite just with no cell reception or anything we want to be able to still go out and travel like we'll go out to a state park or something mm-hmm. like that and just expose our children to nature mm-hmm. right and not to sound all hippie and you know tree hugger ish but that's just something that we enjoy doing mm-hmm. so we want to be able to expose them to the outside world Mm -hmm. and kind of keep it that way for as long as we can, you know, especially with, you know, as as many kids as are out there Mm -hmm. on a tablet with a phone in their hand, always looking down. How are we going to handle that? We're we're, we're bringing kids into a major digital age. So Mm -hmm. sorry, that's another question. (laughs) That's a great question. I mean, Uh, Like I said, I think that ties in a little bit to kind of what I was just saying that Mm -hmm. keeping, (laughs) I don't want it to be interpreted as we're going to keep our kid outside and keep them grounded. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
no, we're not. We're not gonna go that far and say that we're <laughs> superior in that way. You know, no. we're we're just gonna try our best to stay as active as mm-hmm. possible. Mm-hmm. You know, go on hikes on the weekends. You know, yeah. Um, we're gonna try and just go camping. You know, go away, just disconnect from, you know, civilization. But we're we'll, we're still gonna take friends. Mm-hmm. We're still gonna take family. You know, that way there's there's a full unit. Mm-hmm. So that way there's still some sort of connection. Yeah. You know. I want to back up to what's gonna happen with the work mm. <laughs> when we have our first kid. It's gonna be fucked. It's it's yeah we we are and we know that two major parts in the system for our nine to five and also for this other thing that we're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I I don't think it's gonna be as fucked as you. I know that's just my gonna be, that's my clickbait right there. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it it's just well for me it gives me a little bit of anxiety because. We're busy mm-hmm. and we're growing. The, it's it's awesome mm-hmm. and it makes me super excited. But I get anxious because I we we need to make sure we need to make sure things are going to move forward. And obviously, we we should only do so much because it is not our company. Right. But we are entrepreneurs mm-hmm. as well as trying to be entrepreneurs. So I think I think it's fair for us to think to, to think of those things to to make sure we're not putting obviously ourselves first and foremost not putting ourselves in a situation that's not that we can't handle. Mm-hmm. Um so mainly like are we going to be able to afford things? Right. We know what, what's going to happen with the money there. A- am I going to work from home because I can? Um, just given your it, position yeah, at work. Yeah, right. But it doesn't work that way always because there's things that I need to be present for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you cannot work from home at all. <laughs> it doesn't work that way at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's just interesting to think about um, what's going to happen, you know? Yeah. And I think going back to the whole support thing, um, I know... We're set up for, for right. success. And we obviously can't totally speak on, you know, being able to figure it out without any support, you know, without any help from your parents or another person, right? Um, but what we can at least speak on is how we would handle it here. I mean, luckily, we are kind of in a good scenario where... <laughs> where um, you know, your mom has some fluid hours here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that it's a little bit more difficult, though, with now your little brother. You know, he gets off at a certain time from school and your mom has to go pick him up and this, that and the other. But, you know, that I think that's going to have to be a, a conversation that we'll have to have with the powers that be mm-hmm. at the shop in order to kind of figure that out. And if it's if it's a situation where maybe you do work from home a little bit more often, you know, then so be it. But and I'm, what if it turns into a situation where I just can't work there anymore, mm-hmm. and I need to figure out something else that allows me to work um, at home? 
you know, full time mm-hmm. or, or until I can get back out to work. Right. So it, it's something I think about. Pretty frequently. Well, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's 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 kind of a scary thought, but I'm not scared to go that direction. Mm-hmm. It's more of the I'm a little bit anxious of the unknown. But who is it? Right. But I, I, it's definitely not one of those situations of we'll totally cross that bridge when we get there because we have to game plan yeah. for it. No, that would that would die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think the the biggest thing to to start is to have an important conversation with the proper authorities at work. You know, <laughs> yeah. have, with the owners at work. Mm-hmm. And you know, luckily for us, for those of you that don't know, we're a small mom and pop shop that has about 12 employees so it's one of those scenarios of you know it's more personable you can have a good conversation with the owners and kind of just explain everything Mm -hmm. and they'll i would say they're over the moon to be able to try and help out Mm -hmm. right and you know we've been very fortunate and very blessed to have kind of gotten ourselves into this sort of situation and fallen into this scenario because a lot of other folks wouldn't be yeah you know and it's kind of funny because um one of the owners every once in a while talks about you know we're adding one more to the the quality daycare yeah (laughs) which you know isn't a bad idea (laughs) (laughs) um it it doesn't sound like a good time to everyone mm -hmm. but to me if I could, I would figure out a way to bring my kid to work. Mm-hmm. If I'm able to work and have a space for that to be okay with everyone else as well, mm-hmm. I would I would make it happen. Yeah. At that point, for you specifically, like being more of a, a project manager of a mm-hmm. certain department, right? Mm-hmm. You ideally, in a perfect world, I think, would have uh, your own corner little office thing, like little room. An office. I mean, <laughs> some sort of area where you wouldn't have to worry about bothering other people, mm-hmm. you know, mostly with, you know, the baby crying or anything like that mm-hmm. or having to deal with changing diapers or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I feel like maybe at some point on my end of things, it might have to be a scenario of, you know, maybe I can have, maybe I have to shift some hours here and there and mm-hmm. maybe go into the shop at i don't know after hours to be able to make up for a full day you know first half of the day i do what i have to do second half of the day go home maybe work a swing shift <laughs> maybe who knows but if that's something that i have to do mm-hmm. then that's what i'll have to do and i'll make that sacrifice you know mm. and that just means we won't be able to have as much time together oh no no oh, darn no <laughs> but you know that's one of those sacrifices that I'm just going to have to be willing to make. And that's totally yeah. fine. Right. And it won't last forever. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing that we have to keep telling ourselves is that, that, that point in time is temporary. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we can move on from there and continue our merry way, <laughs> you know, but overall, I think, like I said, we've, if, if we didn't set up a good foundation between us, we wouldn't be able to actually tackle this with level heads yeah you know well, how, I agree. well how do you feel about you know 
let's say right off the bat, and I don't want to totally go into hypotheticals and, you know, what if scenarios, but for people that haven't been just together alone for that certain amount of time, you know, let's say they've been together for only three years, Mm -hmm. right? And they're in our same sort of scenario where they're working together and everything. Do you think that, you know, having a uh, a baby while working together, seeing each other twenty four seven like that, would only, work. Do, do you think it would work, or oh. do do you think it's not even necessarily would it work? But is it the responsible thing to do? My immediate answer is no. Okay, so elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah, no, only because I feel as though there wasn't enough time. But the, the, I feel as though there's not enough time hmm. to set up a foundation. Um, but then again, how who are we to measure what what amount of time any couple needs to feel like they are qualified? You know, that's sure. that's open to interpretation. Yeah. But uh, if it was us, if that's the situation we were we were in, I would definitely feel way more scared and anxious overwhelmed things were gonna work out yeah yeah well then you know given exactly where we were in about what year three or so you were still going to college full time Mm -hmm. you know we were what uh 22 23 yeah um just aging out of the marching music scene Mm -hmm. right and assuming we had kids around that time you know you were going to college full time we were broke as a joke yeah you know, obviously, it wasn't smart for us to have kids. Yeah, at that time. Yeah, and you know, again, I don't, I don't want to just make that point all about us. I, I just wanted to see your opinion on you know, do, do you have some sort of, I guess, timeline on how long people should potentially be alone together? Oh, me, um, I guess, I think four or five years. Mm-hmm. Depending on how you develop as a couple, I think, I think that's a decent amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think at least that's that that should be a minimum. Um, like, but I don't know it. It's kind of hard for me to go back and kind of examine situations like that because going back to our. Three years, you know, like you just said, I, I was in college full time. It was not a thought in my head mm-hmm. at all. Uh, so I can't imagine couples now uh, who who either went to college and still worked and still had kids and made it happen. It, it was probably way more. Um, it's probably way more work than I could have ever imagined. Mm-hmm. And I, I probably could have figured it out and we probably would have made it work but i think we would be in those situations that we were you know trying to avoid of feeling like we missed out on you know the whole missing out on your 20s missing out on traveling together getting to know each other a little bit more yeah you end up sort of building a resentment and that's that's what i don't want yeah i just i never wanted that to happen you know i I don't think I've seen, I don't think I see that in my parents in any way, mm-hmm. but 
you you know it's a thing. Everyone yeah. knows that it's a thing. There's parents who live through their kids, mm-hmm. um, live vicariously through. Yes. Yeah. Um, whether it's you know they want them to play specific sport and go to college and be, become this great thing, because that's what they wanted to do, and that's very cliche. Right. And I never want that. Yeah, that's some movie <laughs> I never shit. want that for for our family. Yeah. No, I I agree and. Kind of going back a little bit to when you were talking about, you know, having to deal with going to college, having to deal with, you know, only being so early in our relationship, you know, having to deal with all of these external factors, right? Mm -hmm. Do you think that's kind of a reason why people are in our generation, and I'm taking experience from, uh, you know, obviously the immediate exposure we have with either our friends, our family, and you know, stuff like that. But do you think that's part of the reason why people just don't want to have kids or they've made that commitment with each other that they're not going to have kids? That they not necessarily can't, but there's a lot of things that kind of make them feel overwhelmed that Mm -hmm. having a child, you know, would kind of be one little bit too much or they just don't want to bring them into a world where maybe their scenario, their situation isn't set up yet, so they feel like they're not ready? I I would like to think that maybe that's the majority, as everyone's feeling like they need to be ready. Mm-hmm. They need to have the stable job, you know, an established income. They need to have a house, so or at least somewhere that they can they can stay and com- live comfortably. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I'm assuming most couples want to have their own home mm-hmm. to start building a family in. And I think that could be a huge, you know, I think it's a huge hurdle to kind of get past. Like, obviously, that's that was one for us. That is one for us still, specifically me. I think I just wanted a home. Yeah. I wanted a home. I wanted a home. I want our our place to start having kids but now it's not that big of a deal for Mm -hmm. me i think i think you know uh being where we are now uh we have the help i feel safe and confident that we can make a family happen Mm -hmm. um but we've also changed our mindset to wanting to build more income for our family so doing using more investment opportunities and not worrying about a home yet the yeah. home will come um but i i would like to think that that's mm. the major hurdle for most couples uh i think another one would be maybe maybe people are just more career driven and time goes by mm-hmm. time goes by much faster than we think yeah yeah, and I think I think to that point too. Um, time goes by, you end up losing kind of, you lose yourself in in your work, mm. a little bit, right? Yeah. And not even like you lose yourself, your personality. It's just you lose your sense of time. You lose track of. You become your work. You yeah. Know? You you lose track of kind of where you are in your life. Mm-hmm. Not thinking that you know you're spending so much time at work that it's just taking away from your potential family time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. 
we I think we both could easily go down that rabbit hole, just knowing well, our. We did. We did for a few years. Well, yeah, and I guess that's actually yeah, that's a really good point. That's um, why we are here now. <laughs> as far as kidless. that and that's why we made a change yes no i i know (laughs) you fuck (laughs) (laughs) no um seriously though like we we immersed ourselves in work and you know and we grind we we hit the grind every day yeah we we would you know we've mentioned it on the the podcast before uh tim grover would say you know what does grinding do grinds you to dust right just Mm -hmm. breaks you down um, both physically, mentally, emotionally, the whole deal, right? But, you know, for us, we put in those four years of hard, hard work, and those four years felt like 10 years. Y- yeah. Like, truthfully, it mm-hmm. felt like 10 years, and, and, you know, it's not like we regret any of it, really, because we learned a lot, uh, both about what to do, what not to do, and both in the trade as well. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we learned a lot in the industry. Yeah. Um, I grew a lot with my craft. So did you. Mm-hmm. Um, but within those four years though, we put a whole lot of emphasis just on work. And we were, you know, it's like we woke up the next day and just asked where, where did they go? Where yeah, did we the said, time go? We said, what How the fuck? How did we get here? Yeah. And really took a, a hard, hard look. look. <laughs> for sure. No, we took a hard look and, uh, told ourselves this, this ain't it. Yeah. Yeah. This ain't it. This is not a way to live. This, we, we weren't happy. We both admitted that finally to yeah. each other and to ourselves. Yeah. It's like we were playing emotional chicken, yeah. you know, for those, especially that last year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. It was just, you're good? Yeah, we're good. We're yeah. going to get, yep, another day. We got it. Got to get the bag, you yep. know, got to hit the grind. Yep. But yeah, and then, you know, leading us to today where we're in a much better financial situation, right? Where able to save a lot more than what we were before uh although we're fortunate we're lucky we have this situation absolutely uh although we're we don't have a place of our own quite yet we're willing to to take the road of delayed gratification mm-hmm. you know um in some cases we would even say if we had our own place we'd still go that same route by potentially getting a roommate yeah who knows mm-hmm. right but we've been willing to make those sacrifices before mm-hmm. um but yeah, looking at those four years and and seeing the time fly by, you know, in all reality, we could have had a kid. They could potentially be three years old at this point. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> saying not not going too much into the what if scenario, yeah. it's more of just kind of putting it into perspective, right? Yeah. And that cut into our ten year plan, mm-hmm. which even then, four years ago, we still weren't as strong as we are today mm-hmm. right yeah. so i don't regret not having a kid four years ago and yeah continue no go ahead okay well it 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 means a lot to hear you say that you don't regret not just not having a kid four years ago but i you've also said it to me obviously off the podcast that you don't regret those four years mm-hmm. because when we were you know trying to figure out what our next move was going to be you were very much in the place where you said i i feel like we wasted our time mm-hmm. i feel like we we got nothing we would just went in circles for four for four years so we, i i regret came out of your mouth mm-hmm. and that 
like it left me a little bit feeling guilty, you know, because I was in there with you. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, it gave me the whole, if I would have just said something sooner, if I would have just seen it coming sooner, uh, what if, you know, going down that rabbit hole? Mm-hmm. So it means a lot to know that you don't regret it. Yeah. And anytime. <laughs> no, um, it, it's just, it's the truth because you can take any experience and flip it into something positive, right? Find that silver lining if you have to. Exactly. <laughs> and the big, the big thing is not if we have to, but you get to. You get to. Right? Mm-hmm. You get to turn it into a silver lining. And as fucked up as that sounds for the even the worst mm-hmm. case scenario, you know, if you just keep moving forward and trying to uh, change your perspective in that way, yeah, things will only keep looking up. Yeah. You're, you will only keep moving forward, mm-hmm. right? Because you can always go down the negative rabbit hole and keep spiraling, yeah. right? And we're not fucking like happy-go-lucky. We definitely still... Yeah, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for anyone that knows me specifically, you know I'm an angry ass, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm an angry asshole, man. And... Uh, it's taken a lot for me to get to where I am today, right? Thanks to you. But, you know, it it's all about changing that perspective. And we're not fucking, you know, some mindset experts. We're not any fucking, we're not anyone special in that way. You know, we don't have any fucking degree or some shit. We're just here speaking from experience. Yeah, and maybe that makes us unique. I don't know. But it. It's nice to revisit this with you because we haven't talked about this in a long time. Mm-hmm. And it seems about right. You know, we the last time we did really talk about this, it was in that four-year stint where we we knew we wanted to have kids. We knew we wanted to figure it out, make it happen, but we felt like we were in that mindset of we can't. Mm-hmm. We can't right now. It's, we can't afford it right now. We don't have the house. We don't have the home set up. Um, we just weren't there. Yeah. And I think honestly, I think those last couple of points though, when it comes to people not having kids and kind of making that decision, Mm -hmm. it's almost a non-negotiable for a lot of people Yeah, where you need to have the house, you need to have the financial stability, but given today's economic climate, how long are you willing to wait? And then that time. That time goes by. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm not getting too far into that, like with the whole, you know, economic bullshit. But, you know, you think about inflation and how that's gone through the fucking roof. Mm -hmm. You know, you think about uh, housing, like the housing market is fucking insane. For Mm -hmm. those of you that live in California, that's where we're from. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. Like there's a house down the street that was on the market for... 800,000. It's a fucked up market because not a week before, houses were going so quick mm-hmm. for 925, 875. This house now, it, it was at 800, dropped down to 775. It can't sell for anything at the moment for whatever reason. But even then, we can't afford it. Uh, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't pay for that. Well, it, it's just <laughs> kind of crazy where I'm going with that is just the, it's just the, the financial 
um, uncertainty that surrounds us all yeah. here, especially in the Central Coast. Mm-hmm. I, I find it hard to believe that that's a legitimate excuse anymore mm-hmm. to not have a family. It kind of can't let it be in that list. It can't be a non-negotiable anymore. Right. If if you want to have a family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's hard. That's hard to swallow. Yeah. Especially if, you know, you're living in an apartment that's small, it's tight. You're living yep. in a condo or a townhome or you're just renting and renting and you just so badly want to get out of that, which I get it. Um, that's why we're here and it's maybe it's not any better i'm sure other people are gonna say like oh you live with your parents yeah you're a 30 year old living at home but you know what that doesn't sound bad to me anymore yeah more people are doing it we we are you know what i haven't seen my mom and my dad happy as much as they are right now they get to spend time with us you Mm -hmm. know they get to see us grow and that's that's a story my mom shared today too she's she's so happy that we are here with my little brother too because he gets exposed to siblings Mm -hmm. because we're just 18 years apart you know he's just 18 years (laughs) yeah only so he's basically like an only child yeah so it's it's good for him you know yeah we get to be there for him and then it's definitely it's a good situation to be in because we can we can be that village yeah and that's that is a perspective shift that I've had to make over the last five ish years or so. Because yeah. five years ago we talked about it, but I don't oh, even remember. Because that's been my parents' thing forever. Like, oh, well, let's get a plot of land, let's have a family compound, and yeah. you're like, fuck no. Well, that's all. Yeah, and <laughs> because at the time too, like I just wanted to spend time with you and only you. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, we're gonna. We're going to hunker down where we're, where we're at. Mm-hmm. We're going to buy a house in this area, you know, this, that, and the other. And then I brought you up here. Oh, shut it. You, no fucking way. Around, and then you were like, we're going to live here. And I said, no, that's not going to happen. And look where we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, that perspective shift has been everything. Um, I think we've grown a lot as far as kind of just our our outlook on on family yeah and truthfully speaking i i see it in you too like you've always been more of a like you've wanted kids this whole time so have i but not as much as you have like you want you know 37 kids oh my but God. <laughs> <laughs> the number changes every time yeah it does um like you want a whole ass team, right? A whole basketball team and everything, which is fine. And I'm all for it. Um, Better start working. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm trying. But, you know, as far as the, the meaning and the value and the outlook, the, the, I guess, I guess meaning is the best word, like what it truly means for us to have a family. I think that has changed in a, a positive way and it's just grown stronger in you over the last 10 years you know it's just been cool to see you know it's been cool to see you've always been family oriented but mm-hmm. to see you you know dig your feet in a little deeper but also grow and embody that a lot more has been really nice to see i'm glad you like it <laughs> <laughs> i know the look on your face is like where is he going with uh-huh, this where yeah. is he going? I'm just showering you with compliments. I'm saying that I love you okay. and I appreciate you. There, you can relax. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. 
it's nothing bad <laughs> but yeah i mean you know we're we're trying to start a family we're trying our best to put ourselves in a situation where you know our kids are going to be set up our family legacy will be set up for success and you know all that shit <laughs> <laughs> i'm excited me too um you know we're practicing so hopefully it pays off soon we'll see <laughs> yeah we also did say too if if things don't work out by the end of this year we are gonna do our due diligence and go you know, check ourselves out yeah go to a fertility test and all that shit mm-hmm. make sure everything's running smooth and we did talk about it too like you said earlier if we can't have kids of our own we're more than happy to to adopt yeah and that's a whole nother you know adventure mm-hmm. because i'm um i don't need to adopt babies yeah i'm all about i'm all for adopting older children mm-hmm. and that's that's a tough situation and you know i've worked with kids like that so it'll definitely be a new challenge for us if we go that way mm-hmm. but i'm up for it if you are well <laughs> duh <laughs> <laughs> well you got anything else to add no i think i think that was a good one you're happy with that uh yeah i good. am happy with it cool i think we just need to end it right there and then we can go practice tonight <laughs> let's see what happens folks <laughs> but thanks for tuning in y'all appreciate you um go uh give us a follow on the instagram you guys know what to do Married to it underscore podcast. Uh, if you guys have anything that you'd like us to talk about, hit us up on the DMs on Insta. Give us a, uh, a, at least a rating of some sorts. Share the show, please. Share the motherfucking show. Share the episode. Tell someone to listen. Yeah, man. We appreciate it. That's how we grow, man. Mm-hmm. You got to share the show. <laughs> and until next time. See ya. Thank you.